welcome to the Church of the Redeemers weekly podcast. We pray that you will enjoy this week's service, and we hope that you will follow us at www.cotrb.org, and may God continue to bless you. come to do father we come to worship and praise you father we come to give you glory we came to give you honor we come to give you worship we came to say thank you for you being such a good good father and so father today we come to celebrate you and celebrate these other fathers that you've given to us so father we ask you Lord, that you would help us to get through this worship service god and help us lord to praise you and honor you and worship you not only because of what you've done but because of who you are God, we give you praise today because you didn't have to wake us up this morning. But like a good father, you said, come on and get up. And so, Father, we got up, Lord, with gratitude. We got up today, Lord, with praise and thanksgiving. And we celebrate you just for who you are. Now, Lord, sweep through this room. Let your Shekinah glory fill this place. And, Father, if you do these things, which we know you'll do, Father, we understand, God, that something today is going to happen great in this room. So we prepare ourselves for greatness today. So, Father, we say get the glory and touch those that are in the room and are watching my stream, Father. Touch every son. Touch every daughter, God. Father, we ask you, Lord, that you would, that you would help us to be sensitive to the atmosphere. Those that are, uh, that are uh, heavy today and may be grieving today or may not be having the best Father's Day. Father, we ask you, Lord, that you would help us to bear the infirmity of our brother and our sister, Lord. Help us to pray them through. And Father, help us, Lord, to give you glory and let them know that, God, you are still a good Father. So, Father, we give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Clap those hands and give the Lord a praise. Thank you. 
of Judah shall break every fetter, every and give to us the victory again. Zoom, 
To those at the church of Redeemer, let us bow our heads and go to the throne of grace. Amen. Heavenly Father, we come to you, Lord. We come, Lord God, with bowed down heads and humble hearts. We come, Lord God, knowing that you are in all and through all and above all. We come, Lord God, believing, Lord God, that there's nothing, Lord, that's too hard for you, Lord. For first of all, Lord, you came into our room this morning. Oh, yeah. You touched oh, yeah. us with your gentle finger of love. And you woke us up. Yes. You started us out on another day's journey. Yeah. Come on, come you on. You kept us all week long, Lord. Oh, yeah. And you brought us through the thresholds of the doors thank of the you, Church Lord. of the Redeemer Baptist yeah. down in South Philly, Lord. And we just want to say thank you this morning. Thank you, Father God, we're grateful, Lord God. Grateful. But Lord, I got, God, grateful. I know on Father's Day, Lord, hearts are heavy, Lord. But Father God, we know that heaven, Lord God, there's nothing on earth that heaven cannot heal, Lord God. Oh, yeah. For you oh, yeah. have given us the garment of praise, Lord, for the spirit of heaviness. So God, we ask you, Lord God, that you will bless, Lord, every father on this Father's Day at the Church of the Redeemer, Lord God. Bless us, Lord God. Bless those, Lord, that are here. Those that are in virtual campus, those who want to be here, those who are even on their bed of affliction, those that are that are in, that are feeling cast oh, yeah. away, Lord oh, yeah. God, they might even be incarcerated today. But Father God, there's no place where you are not, Lord God. For we know, Lord God, that the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. So, Lord God, come in our midst, Lord God. Dwell among us, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, that you were blessed from the pulpit to the door and back to the pulpit, Lord God. If there's anybody under the sound of my voice, Lord God, that might be sick, Father God, send your healing. That, Father God, might be broken on the inside. But, Lord God, build them up, Lord God. Strengthen them where they're weak. We ask you, Lord God, that you would heal. Save, set free, and deliver on this day that you have made. Lord, we'll be so careful as to give your name all the glory. All the honor and all the praise, for it is in Christ's masterless and marvelous and wonderful name. We do pray. We say thank you and amen. Amen. Let's we'll sing our hymn at the cross. Yeah. 
have church with us now. Come on, put your hand together. Let's sing it together. Oh, at the cross. Come on. At the cross. church family, we welcome you on the virtual campus. Amen. Now the announcements. Second pastoral anniversary. Amen. Let's, amen. Let's celebrate. And how shall they preach except they be sent? On June 25th, 2023, at, 9 a, at our 9 a.m. service, Church of the Redeemer Baptist will celebrate the second pastoral anniversary of Reverend David S. Smith. Amen. Amen. All, amen. All ministries, family, and friends are cordially invited to attend. Our guest speaker will be Reverend Dr. Alexander G. Houston, pastor of Christian Church in Philadelphia. All ministries, family, and friends are cordially invited to worship with us as we thank God for Pastor Smith's service to God and Redeemer. <laughs> Refreshments will be served in the fellowship hall. Join us. It's a family affair. Meet the pastor. 
calling all Redeemer Church family, active, inactive, you are cordially invited to participate in a roundtable discussion series with Pastor Smith. Bring your topics, questions, and concerns for open and honest conversations. Sessions will be held Tuesday, July the 11th, 2023 at 10 a.m. in the Banquet Hall. Thursday, July 13th, 2023 at 6.30 p.m. in the Fellowship Hall. Saturday, July 15th, 2023 at 10 a.m. in the Banquet Hall. And 12 noon on Zoom. Meet, meeting ID is 861-737-1176. The phone call in is 1-646-558-8656. Room 12, four and five will be used. Victory Summer Camp. We regretfully, we, we Regretfully, this Victory Summer Camp will not be open for this year. We did not get enough volunteers or children to have a successful camp. Prayerfully, in the future, we can reopen. Women's Ministry. Blessed greetings, my sisters. The Lift Women's Ministry, we are so excited to invite you to an amazing evening of intimate portraits on Friday, June the 23rd at 7 p.m. It will be hybrid, therefore you can join us in person or on Zoom. This month's speaker will be Sister Christine Addison. Amen, amen, amen. So tell a friend, bring a friend, and a covered dish, if possible, but don't let that stop you. Let us begin to lift up our sister in prayer as she prepares to speak to and fellowship with us. We can't wait to fellowship with you. The Zoom link, meeting ID 869-297-9333. The passcode 86458. Our prayer walk. There will be a prayer walk through the surrounding neighborhood of the church on Friday, June 30th at 6.30 p.m. We will meet in the fellowship hall at 6 p.m. Please join us as we walk and pray through the neighborhood of our Jerusalem. For more information, please contact Deacon Lily Lawrence. Let's talk shop. Men of Redeemer are hosting their next men Let's Talk Shop gathering on Saturday, June 24th from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. We have been having a rewarding time and we expect and anticipate an even greater event this time. Our meeting will be held in the banquet hall. Come join us for some inf inf informal and honest conversations. Amen. 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 All usher boards of Redeemer. There will be a mandatory usher meeting on Saturday, June the 24th at 11 a.m. The meeting will be held in the sanctuary. It is 
it's necessary for all ushers to be attend. attend. If you have any questions, please see Reverend Beanie or Sister Gloria Miller. Van ministry. The van ministry is looking for faithful and dedicated drivers to help on Sunday to pick up our seniors for church. Please contact Deacon Nix and Gloria Miller. You must have child clearance and a background check. Entrepreneurial group. Greetings, Redeemer rights. What is your interest in being a part of a supportive, pathfinding entrepreneurial group? This group is supported by the Church of the Redeemer Baptist and will become a hub for striving entrepreneurs. If you would like more information, please call or text Sister Yvette Rouse at 484-278-1836. The Church of the Redeemer Baptist is seeking new ways to support the congregation and the community. Thank you in advance for your participation. Amen. Amen. Bible Vacation School. Are you or do you want to become a keeper of the kingdom? If so, please join us for the Vacation Bible School this summer. That's right. VPS will be in person from July 17th to the 21st, 2023, from 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. for ages preschool to seasoned saints. The scriptural reference is Ephesians 6, 10, verse 10 to 18a. So bring your armor. So bring your armor. Invite someone else as we grow and have fun in the Lord together. Any questions, please feel free to see Sister Kimberly Ali or Sister Ali Baxley. Vacation Bible School. There will be a Vacation Bible School meeting for all teachers, assistants, and anyone who is willing to serve on Saturday, June 24, 2023 at 10 a.m. in Classroom 4 in the Christian Education Center. We hope to see you there. We are hiring. We are currently looking for a part-time facilitator technician and part-time security guard. If you are interested, please send your resume to businessmanager at cotrb.org. That's B-U-S-M-G-R at cotrb.org prayer meeting and bible study held on zoom every wednesday prayer starts at 6 30 p.m bible study begins immediately after this meeting id 861-737-1176 the dial in 646-558-8656 as of June 11th, 2023, Church of the Redeemer Baptist will be a mass option for all services, meetings, and gatherings. This means wearing a mask will be a personal choice in all areas of the church and education building. Please consider the health and well-being of others as you make this decision for yourself. All announcements are posted weekly on the church website 
at cotrb.org. Amen. Be blessed and enjoy the rest of your day. Father's Day. So this morning, I'm Brother Lynn Danslin. and I'm representing the uh, Sunday School Ministry. And so this is the second year that we have sponsored hosting a short essay writing program to recognize fathers, father figures, um, and deceased fathers of Redeemer on this day. So participants were asked to write using the fruit of the spirits as a reference Galatians 5, 23 to describe their father, father figure, deceased figure, and why they should be honored. So with that, we have uh, three submissions. Um, and the first one, I will ask Sister Nina Burris to come up so she could read her. Good morning, church, family, and visitors. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers and father figures. Uh, my great-nephew, Jamie Williams, would have loved to be here, but he's on a family vacation with his siblings. His father was my nephew. So here we go. My father's name was Marquis de Magnus. He died October 27, 2018 in a car accident at age 28. I was only six years old when he died. I still remember my father, even though I was a little boy when he died. My father showed me how much he loved me by giving me big hugs and kisses, coming to every preschool and kindergarten program, and especially spending time with me building Lego sets. I still have all the Lego projects we built together on display at home. My father was full of joy when he came, when he was with me, and I saw the joy he gave to others by how they acted when he was around. I saw how my father interacted with others, how he made them laugh and smile. My father was a peacemaker. He always solved problems by talking things out. He did not like confusion. My father was patient with me when I didn't understand my schoolwork or when trying to learn other things. He always told me, never give up, keep trying, Jay. I can still hear him saying that. He was kind to me and others. I would often see him giving money or food to strangers. My father had a good heart and was a faithful dad, always there for me and my siblings. When I did something wrong, my father would correct me in a gentle way. He never screamed at me or used bad language when disciplining me. He was gentle and used self-control. I miss my father every day, but especially on Father's Day, I know my father was saved. He accepted Jesus as his savior and told me all about Jesus. I believe he is in heaven with Jesus and I will get to play with my father again in heaven one sweet day. I love you, dad. Happy Father's Day in heaven. I love Jamie. Amen. 
Minnesota next essay submission I've been asked to read. And it's from a sister, Brandy Chaplin. And this is to honor her father, Brother Edward Everett. And it reads, yes. and it reads, when I read Galatians 5, 23, and think about the fruit of the spirits as they relate to my father, the attributes that stand out in my mind are love and faithfulness. My father is the first man who ever loved me. That love from a father for a girl is pivotal in that it shapes the way she approaches relationships. My father's love did that for me. It gave me confidence in knowing my worth and value. His love has never wavered in spite of my shortcoming. He has always made me believe that I can accomplish anything. His faithfulness goes hand in hand with the love he's shown me in that he's always been there supporting and encouraged me throughout my life's journey. I am forever grateful to God for blessing me with a father who loves like him. Happy Father's Day, Daddy. And Brother Edward is here. God bless. And um, I'm going to, I have a gift for, you know, we can connect later. I have a gift for your daughter. Submission is from uh, Sister Venus Bradley, and this is to honor her father. And it reads The fruit of the spirit that best defines my father is gentleness. I realize that gentleness is not a fruit of the spirit that sounds like a manly trait. However, I can assure you that it's a very strong characteristic and one that my father, the late Thomas Bradley Sr., possessed and poured into his children. He was a disciplinarian that laid down the law in his house with firmness and not fierce language. This may be hard to believe, but I would fracture the rules a time or two and my father would handle me with such great care. That's hard to believe. <laughs> Instead of always giving me a beating, you know the one where black parents are talking to you the entire time about the wrong you've done and how it hurts them to beat you all of which makes the beating last so much longer than it needs to. My father would sometimes ask me, how are you going to be the best if you can't listen? At that time, I never gave an answer because I never had a legitimate one to offer. And to be honest, that question had no bearing on me in my childhood at all. It wasn't until after he died in April 2006 that I gained appreciation for how he dealt with me and what he taught me. Asking myself that question as a young adult back in 2006 made me realize both the power of my father's words and the power of his gentleness. His attitude toward me could have been harsh and abrasive. After all, I was a repeat offender on breaking the rules at home, especially the curfew. <laughs> but time after time, his gentleness was shown to me, and it came from a place of love. As a result, my father taught me to think before I speak, to speak the truth and love and to behave in a way that showcases love towards others. 
In other words, through his actions, he was calling me to do in my life what he had done for me in my childhood, which is to be a bearer of fruit. The Bible says in Proverbs 15:4 that gentle words are a tree of life and like a fruit tree that provides substance for those who take in what it produces, I want to continually make my father proud of me and strive to exert in this world the fruit he produced in me. My father was a perfectly imperfect man who in spite of those aspects of his life bore lasting fruit that is truly deserving of his honor. And for that, I'm happy, I say happy Father's Day to him and thank him for being a great example of enduring strength and gentleness. May he rest in peace forever. church for 25 years and um, I have my two sons with me today stand up stand up come on <laughs> and some of you probably seen them when they were five and three but look at them now I'm glad that they were able to worship with me today. So thank you, guys. All right, back to the awards. <laughs> so again, we are honoring a young man. And every year we do this, we honor men for their outstanding service and what they bring to this, what they bring to this church. And we usually use the um, scripture, Proverbs 27, 17, as iron sharpen iron, so persons sharpen, one person sharpens another. And these two gentlemen, we wanted to award. Now, we could have given this award to a lot of men, a lot of men in this church, but we had to choose. So for the young man today, we honor... Not enough room up here. We honor Michael Garrett. Where is he at? Michael, come on up. Church Redeemer. Baptist acknowledges Michael Garrett for um, exhibiting commitment to learning and volunteering and being an example to the other young people in this church and how to grow up being a godly man. So we thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. 
fine young man, fine young man, fine young man. And for the adult that we are going to recognize today, we're going to recognize Deacon Calvin Randolph. Amen. <laughs> Randolph, we acknowledge you today for your service and your commitment, everything that you have done and you continue to do for the Church of Redeemer. We say thank you, amen, for exhibiting dedication and commitment to worship. Thank you. Appreciate it. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Church of Redeemer. And again, let's acknowledge and give hand to the two gentlemen that we recognize today. Praise the Lord, everybody. You might not be able to hear me in the virtual campus, but I know you can hear me in here. Praise the Lord, everybody. I said praise him. I didn't say laugh at me. I said praise him. Come on, let's praise him for just a few seconds. Come on, let's praise him for just a few seconds. Let's forget about ourselves. Hallelujah. We're going to turn a corner. Let's forget about ourselves. Let's concentrate on him. And let's worship him. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. And we glory for hallelujah. Can somebody give God glory for just a minute? Can somebody give God praise for just, just a minute? Just a minute. In just a minute, hallelujah He's faithful throughout the ages We could be somewhere else But we're in church today And for this we give God praise Hallelujah, alright Hallelujah, just another day That the Lord Has kept me, he has kept me From all evil With my mind stayed on him Just another day, we glorify him we magnify him. Go on, sit down for a minute. I got a couple of announcements I want to reiterate, but he's beautiful for every situation. He's beautiful for every situation. We glorify him. Wonderful is his name. So Father's Day, praise the Lord. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers in the room. Happy Men's Day to all the men in the room. Every man and every father, stand on your feet for me. Every man and every father, stand on your feet for me. 8 to 80, crippled, blind, and crazy. Come on, every man and every father, stand on your feet. Every one of you, every one of you, every one of you, stand on your feet. Praise God. All these men, all you see these ladies? All of these men could be somewhere else, but they decided to cut. Gabriel, stand up on your feet. Everybody, all these men could be somewhere else, but they've decided to come and worship today. Their lives could have been snuffed out a long time ago. But they decided to come. I'm, this is real quiet for me. They've decided to come and worship today. The enemy had other plans for every one of these young and old men. But they are here worshiping today. And for that, we give God glory. Hallelujah. The devil thought he had us. He thought he could have taken us out long time ago. But we stand here to give God glory. Hallelujah. Wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. And there are some that are, are sorrowful in their hearts today because they haven't. I'm supposed to take a break. Listen here. I'm not supposed to be preaching, but I hear preaching in my voice. There's, there's some that are not that are not here and they're sorrowful. 
sorrowful because they don't have a father to celebrate. So can we celebrate Heavenly Father's Day? Can we celebrate Heavenly Father's Day? Some people haven't had a good example of what fathership looks like. Can we celebrate those broken hearts today? Can we allow God to move from heart to heart and breast to breast? We celebrate you, every man in this room, every father in this room, every father in our virtual campus. We celebrate you. You may take your seats. Last two, two more things. Vacation Bible School. Saints, the doors of this church are open again. I need to say it again. The doors of this church are open again. And we want to make sure that we are the community church in South Philadelphia. Say amen, somebody. Vacation Bible School is open and in the room again. Amen. Amen. We are going to be on site, not virtual this year. So I need everybody that can and everybody that will. Please, please, please reach out to Sister Kimberly Ali and Sister Ali Baxley to make sure that you don't just pray for Vacation Bible School, but you support Vacation Bible School with your time, with your attendance, with your ability. And even if you can't come out, please pray. But we need you. We need you. We need you. So please reach out to them. Amen. And lastly, one of the hardest things that I've had to do over these last two years, saints, is to learn how to be a pastor of a virtual church. Um, it's really difficult to come into a congregation and not meet, be able to meet the membership of the congregation that you're serving, you know? And so what we've come up with is an opportunity over um, a three-day period, four opportunities over three days for you to get to know me and for me to get to know you. So on July 11th, 13th, and twice on the 15th, just come, let's have a conversation. We're going to have some, we'll have some food, we'll have some coffee, we'll probably have some tea. I, I'm, don't get me to lying. Somebody's going to make sure that works out. <laughs> I'm getting a look from the back. Listen here. Y'all. <laughs> just come on, let, let me just say what I'm supposed to say. Come on out and talk to me. How about that? <laughs> I can't make no promises for nothing else. <laughs> Come on out and talk to me. I would really love to get to know this church in a way that I haven't been able to over the last two years. Amen. Just whatever questions you have for me, whatever I can answer for you, just let's come out and have a conversation and get to know each other, pastor and laity. Amen. Let's get back to worship. We've got um, songs that we're going to sing. We've got scripture that we're going to read. We've got prayer that we're going to pray. And we've got a preacher in the house. We've got a preacher in the house. There is a word from the Lord. So as the Men's Day Choir comes, just let's let's receive all that is coming with our hearts open to receive from the Lord. Amen.
church please stand, please stand on your feet for the reading of the scripture the scripture is judges chapter 8 verse 4 the scripture reads then Gideon and 300 men who were with him came to the came to the Jordan and crossed over weary yet pursuing the word of God for the people of God Greetings, church. All the way. We're going all the way. Pass me not, O gentle Savior. 
hear our humble cry yes. while all others are calling. Do not, do not, do not pass, pass me by. Oh, yeah. Let's pray. Amen. Gracious God, we come before you at this moment in time yeah. to give you glory. To give you glory, Lord, for all that you have done, doing, and continue to do. We thank you for the work you're doing in this place, in this house, in your people, Lord God, and your young people, old people, all people, Lord God. Today is the day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad. Oh, yeah. Lord, we lift up those that's going through it, Lord. First, I want to pause. Forgive us anything we may have said, done that was not ugly to cause us to sin against you right now in this moment of time. But we're going to praise your holy name anyhow, Lord God. So we say thank you again, Lord God, for all that you're going to do, Lord God. We lift up those that's going through it, Lord God, those that's going through grieving, those that's going through financial situations, those that's going through. But the thing is, Lord God, you're there with us. Hallelujah. We thank you. If it had not been for you on our side, Lord God, we thank you today, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We lift up the world to you, Lord God, the situation that's going on around this world, Lord God. You know all about it because you know all things. You are all things, Lord God. And we continue to look to the hills which come of our help. Our help comes from you, Lord God. Touch these young people in this place right now, Lord. Touch them, Lord God. Bring them along. Grow them up, Lord God. Mature them, Lord God. Only way you can, Lord God, because they are our legacy, Lord God. Hallelujah. They are our legacy. Touch our pastor, the man that's going to bring the word right now, Lord God. Touch him in a mighty way, Lord God. Touch, heal, and deliver when the word go forth. May we receive it with open arms, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for being our Father. Amen. Thank you for being our father with those that doesn't have one, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for caring, caring for us, even though we didn't know that you was caring for us, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you for shedding of your blood. The blood, Lord God, thank you for the shedding of the blood that co- that covered us like never before. And today, Lord God, if nothing else, we love you. And we give you glory and honor for right deserving. In Jesus Christ's name, we say what? Amen. 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 Real quick, I need all the brothers just to stand up. All the brothers, all the men. We're going to do this together. And sisters, after we after y'all hear the song, then y'all stand up too. <laughs> I got joy in my soul. God is in control. I got Satan on my trail. But I'm singing all is well He's attacking every day But I'm watching while I pray No matter the attack I won't turn back Come on Storm in the rain, 
But the blood still stays the same Whatever's going wrong My war clothes are on I might be in a daze But you can't have my praise No matter the attack I won't turn back Why?
plead. I plead the blood. I plead. I plead the blood. This means war. Amen. 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 I plead the blood. My, my, my. Woo! Yes, Lord. Giving glory to God the Father, my Creator. Giving glory to God the Son, my Redeemer. Giving glory to God the Holy Spirit, my Sustainer. I plead. I plead the blood. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Good morning, Redeemer. Good morning, Redeemer. My, my, my. Just another day that the Lord has kept us. God is worthy to be praised. Yes, he is. And on Father's Day, we lift praise to our Heavenly Father. Let the church say amen. Amen. Happy Father's Day. Happy Men's Day. And uh, I wrote this in. Not that I'm a prophet. But I just knew that the men would sing out of the depths of their soul. Amen. You can do better than that. You can do better than that. Amen. It's, I don't know if you felt it. I, I was close. Amen. But there's something when the men lead us in song. Amen. Amen. I pray I don't have to wait another year. Yeah. We don't want to wait another year. Amen. 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 I, I apologize. I couldn't make practice on Thursday. In my spirit, I was shooting for a solo. I really, I really was. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I, 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 I've been practicing in the shower. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Congratulations, congratulations to all that were honored. And I, and I, I think you need to give them a, a, another hand. Amen, amen. Thank you for taking time to honor those among us, those that are in the heavenly realm, for their testimony still speaks loudly. Amen, somebody. I'd like to thank Pastor Smith uh, for the privilege and the honor just to be able to stand before the great people of the Church of the Redeemer Baptist. You ought to give yourselves, give yourselves a hand. My, I guess you could say, occupation or how the Lord has blessed me has required me to visit various churches. And there's nothing like home 
not that I'm biased, but the spirit of the living God is alive in this place. Amen. Amen. I ain't naming no names, but I visit some places. And really, they, they have the chosen frozen. I, I, I don't know why they come to church and don't participate My God. <laughs> in the worship. I can't figure it out. But I was so glad to be back home last Sunday. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, yes. I got to say this real quick. Pastor Smith is doing a great job. Amen. Amen. You, you ain't let me finish yet. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. There's something that's called a paradigm shift. All, all that means is he's been working on creating the culture at the Church of the Redeemer Baptist. Now, we've had what's known as culture-making moments, but it's actually the culture keeps making. It's an ongoing process. In other words, the culture of Redeemer is we pray, we fast, we worship, and we give. That's our culture. What our culture does is allow us to go. See, but you can't go unless you know where you're going to. Y'all still ain't getting it. See, we pray. We fast. We worship. And we give. But we go. So I want everybody pull out your phone and on June the 30th we're going to pray and we're going to go. Because that's our culture. Amen. You ought to be excited about the prayer walk. You ought to be excited about the prayer walk. Will I see you Friday? June the 30th at 6 o'clock. Amen. God is doing something at the Church of the Redeemer Baptist. Now I'm going to get to this word, but I don't want you to under or miss the blessings we have. I want to encourage you, even if you know Pastor Smith, still come out. Seriously. Still come out. You want to come out because you want to hear what others are saying. And as a church family, we always want to be on the same page, going in the same direction. Now, you got to understand, I'm going to get to this. There's a unique dynamic that's taking place here. For us to go to the next level, there has to be a relationship between pastor and people. And one day, I promise you, we're going to teach about leadership and fellowship. God's hand is on the church of the Redeemer. Back, you ought to be excited. My, my, my. 
you know how the preacher would say I wish you could see this thing God is taking us somewhere all right let me let me let me let me to my to my church family man I love y'all I want to publicly publicly thank you for your prayers and for your encouragement most of you know the journey or the assignment that God has me on the assignment is bigger than me but I got people here that is praying for me and encouraging me I don't take that for granted people will ask me how you coming along with that paper I'm struggling so I know I can't let you down but y'all been so good to me in my epistemological humility I got to say thank you thank you thank you I'm going to share this and I don't share this to brag I finished my second year of PhD studies my second year my my first semester I didn't think I was going to be able to continue I didn't even buy my books because I knew they were going to tell me that you didn't make it. We appreciate you trying. But you didn't make it. I did everything that I could. Submitted my paper. It had to be in by 11.59. I submitted at 11.51. Sunday. I log in Monday around 3 o'clock and I see he already gave me a grade I said man it didn't take him long to say <laughs> so I said do you want to see it now or see it later so he said just look at it now he said boy we'll see you next semester I ran around. I ran around. I couldn't do it without y'all. I just want you to know that. I want to I wanna thank my mother for coming and blessing me. Amen. Amen. Now I usually give the disclaimer that is not Goldie, that's Jackie. Right? God, God blessed me with another mother. Amen. Amen. And sitting sitting right next to her. It's my uncle, you got to stand up. My favorite uncle. My favorite uncle. Amen. Amen. Uncle Larry. Now, you ought to know that my eyes are watery and I can't see. So I pray I didn't miss any other family member. Amen. 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 All right. Praise God. Lastly, I'm going to shift again. But I, I thank you. Uh, my father's day got off to a start. That was beyond my wildest dreams. My, my, my. I'm trying to tell you. 
if I don't get another text that say happy Father's Day, if I don't get another card, you've already blessed me tremendously. My, my, my. Yes. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed to have another theologian in the house. Amen, somebody. Amen, amen. We get into these deep theological discussions. I try to tell you God is good. But baby, I got to get to this word. But I want you to know that I am plumb pleasingly proud to be your husband. God has blessed me to be your husband. My, my, my. I'm getting ready to run around the church. Yeah. All right, let me get to this word. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you for your patience. The, the, the focal verse that we want to lift up today, the focal verse that I want to spend a little time in today is found in Judges chapter 8, verse number 4. And uh, uh, I'm with the ESV today. Yeah, I'm with the ESV today. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I put the revised standard to the side for a minute. Amen. ESV has these words. You may have a different translation and you should have similar words. Judges chapter 8 verse number 4. And Gideon came to the Jordan and crossed over. He and the 300 men who were with him. Exhausted yet pursuing exhausted yet pursuing you may sit down let us pray father god i need you god i need you like the morning needs the sun god i need you like the beach needs the sand father i need you like the ocean needs the rhythm Father God, walk with me today. God, talk with me today. Father, anoint me today. God, you speak through me today. God, you be lifted up and allow your people to hear from heaven today. Father, we pray that we leave here different than when we came in. Father, thank you for the privilege and the opportunity to worship and praise your name. Have your way, God. Have your way, God. Have your way, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 If you, if you remember last Men's Day, I, I talked about Gideon last Men's Day. I don't know if you remember. I'm having problems with my memory. Amen. Amen, somebody. Even by yourself. Uh, we talked about uh, Gideon. But, but more specifically, we, we preached about the call of Gideon. And the title was message was God sees greatness in you. Now, my brothers, for a few minutes this morning, I would like to continue the conversation about Gideon. You like that? I picked that up from the pastor. Continue the conversation. See, I'm learning, I'm learning. Now, you, you do remember Gideon, don't you? Amen. 
And that brings me to my first point. I had to shorten my introduction because I said a lot of time. Let me get right to my first point. It's in chapter 6 of Judges. And that's where we were introduced to Gideon. So my first point is the person. You see, it's here in chapter 6 that we have the biblical narrative of the call to Gideon. Now, you'll frequently see in biblical narratives, mainly the Old Testament in particular, where God calls certain individuals, thereby setting them aside for a particular person and a particular purpose. I'm going somewhere. You got to stay with me for a minute. For there is the call of Moses in Exodus chapter 3. You know the story. Moses is at the burning bush. God calls Moses for a particular purpose. God called Moses to tell Moses, go tell Pharaoh, set my people free. Amen. We've got the call of Joshua. Joshua chapter 1. When God calls Joshua after Moses is dead, God tells Joshua three times, be strong and be courageous. Joshua's particular purpose was to lead the people into the promised land. Then we have the call of Samuel. 1 Samuel chapter 3. Samuel is the prophet. Samuel gives us these familiar words. Samuel says to God, speak Lord, for your servant is listening. We have the call of Isaiah. In Isaiah chapter 6. Y'all know that verse. In the year that King Isaiah died, Isaiah teaches us that when God calls us, some things in our lives have to die. Then there's the call, the call of Ezekiel. In Ezekiel chapter 1, Ezekiel reminds us or teaches us that when God calls us, the hand of God is upon us. Now, now y'all, y'all familiar with the call of Jeremiah, right? Everybody know the call of Jeremiah. Jeremiah was in the belly of his mother. God said, I knew you and I formed you. So our call has a predestination. But this call, this call on Gideon's life. My Bible readers in the house know that God in the book of Judges, God would always call a rescuer or redeemer for his people. Here in chapter 6, the Midianites are raising hell. Raising hell and havoc. God calls out to Gideon. Gideon, I need you to save my people. I would argue today, God is still calling men. Somebody ought to say, yes, he is. God is still calling black men in particular. God is calling us to reclaim our families, reclaim our communities. God is calling us to be the mentor to the young people. The message we preach Last year was God sees greatness in us. We preached the message in response to Gideon. What Gideon told God when God called him. Gideon replied, my clan is the weakest in Manassas. I'm the least in my family. If you can remember, but God responded to Gideon. Mighty warrior. I need you to hold on to that mighty warrior because I'm going to come back to that. Remember that. 
the way Gideon saw himself was incapable. I don't have the skill. I don't have the ability. I can't see myself doing this. I'm so glad that God knows what we're already working with. By God already knowing what we're working with, that doesn't stop God from calling us to the task. You see, I found out God will always call you to a task that's bigger than you. See, the task is bigger than you because you can't do it by yourself. You need God every day, every minute, in every hour. So that's, that's, that's chapter 6. Stay with me. I got to get to chapter 8. When you get to chapter 7, you'll see that Gideon, Gideon has accepted the call on his life. And Gideon gets ready to go into battle. Gideon has 32,000 men with him. Text says, God tells him, you got too many. You got too many. Bible says, 22,000 of them left in fear and trembling. Now Gideon is down to 10,000 men. And I know this ain't a math class. Stay with me. He went from 32 to 10. Text says, God tells him, you still have too many men. Let me tell you. It's in the text. God said, listen, let me help you out. Right? God says, take the 10,000. Take them down to the river and let them drink. And though that drink like dogs, that's who you want. God is telling you, you got to have just a few dogs that got fight in their heart. Bible says they numbered 300. Think about that. From 32 to 300. God edits Gideon's associations. You missed it. You missed it. Maybe, maybe, maybe if I say it this way. You might get it. Do you know that there's four major principles when it comes to flying an airplane? There, there, there's what's called the lift. There's what's called the thrust. There's what's called the weight. And there's what's called the drag. Now, now these four principles 
apply to specific type of people in our lives. You, you, you see, the, the, the lift, the lift of those who speak life into us. They, they encourage us. They, 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 they lift us. You see, the thrust are the people who inspire us, motivate us, challenge us to move forward and pursue our dreams. It's your lift and your thrust. Now, 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 the weight, the weight of those That'll pull you down. That'll dump their problems on you. Those that when you leave them, you feel heavier, worse than you did before. That's, that's, that's the way. The drag, the drag, the drag of those that always have a sad song. They, they, they're always stuck in the pit. They expect you to cheer them up. They expect you to fix their problems. They expect you to carry their load. But don't miss this. God is saying to Gideon, you don't need a lot of people. You just need a few faithful folk. A few faithful folk that'll lift you and'll thrust you. The Bible, the Bible, the Bible says that God lets us know the reason. He reduced Gideon's number from 32,000 to 300. The Bible says. That God wanted to make sure that when they went into battle with insurmountable odds, that they have no choice but to give God the glory. I don't know about you, but I want God to get glory out of my life. So I'll keep going with insurmountable odds. Think about it. A black boy from South Philly, 20th Street, earning a PhD. I want God to get glory out of my life. Yes, I lived over top of the bar, Tillman Turf. Saw gangsters every day. I want him to get glory out of my life. To the men. I want you to know you should never focus on numbers. You should never focus on numbers. But you should focus on giving God the glory. The Bible says, God says, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. To the man, our job is to be the lifter of God's holy name. 
however you meet, whenever you meet, lift him up. Lift him up and watch God draw men unto you. My second point is the pursuing. First point was the person. So here we are. I finally made it to chapter 8. Verse number 4. Thank you all. Stay with me. And the Bible says, Get in, cross the Jordan, and he and his 300 men, so we know how he got the 300, were with him, exhausted, yet pursuing. So we're told that the battle in chapter 7, Gideon and his 300, when they went up against the Midianites, they won the battle, but they were exhausted. This, this, this word, exhausted, in the Hebrew, is ayefe. Ayefe means to be faint, be weary, and to be tired. Now, I hope you can catch this. It's the kind of tired when you leave the letter R out, you didn't get it. That's tired. 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 Since I got the mic today, take a minute, tell you what I'm tired of. I'm tired, man, of this tomfoolery, this ignorance with this current presidential election. I'm tired. Tired that for years, black folk have suffered injustices at the hands of the current justice system with no pushback at all. I'm tired, man. I'm tired that a twice indicted, twice impeached individual that has a history of breaking the law can cause politicians to say they're going to defund the Department of Justice. Tired. We're tired that when an individual was there in office for four years, they used the Department of Justice as their personal attorney. But now that they're out of power, I'm tired of them saying that the others are weaponizing the Department of Justice. Tired. Tired of this nonsense and buffoonery that I see so often in the black church today. I'm tired. I'm tired, man. We want other people to say that black lives matter. And I'm tired that we're killing each other left and right. Day by day, I'm tired. Down our children are killing children. No respect for life. I'm tired, man. 
There, there used to be a time when all of this darkness, wickedness would take place when the sun went down. Most God-fearing people could go anywhere during the day, but we'd be home by nine. Not today. I'm tired that even in broad daylight, innocent people are catching bullets. I'm tired, man. Is there anybody here that's tired? Tired of going back and forth to the doctor. Tired of going to court with these kids. Tired of having to go to school and straighten out teachers. Tired of crazy co-workers, satanic supervisors, tired of struggling to make ends meet. I'm tired. Mm. <laughs> Scholars. Scholars have coined a phrase. This phrase is called black fatigue. This, 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 this is the study that they're studying the issues that have black America exhausted. You see, for centuries, black people worldwide were raped, metaphorically and literally. We were raped of our freedom, raped of our rights, raped of our resources. You see, we are exhausted by systems that are constructed solely to keep black men Oppressed, suppressed, and regressed. But I got good news. I got good news. Good news this morning. I stopped by to tell somebody that there'll be times when we're doing God's will and we will become exhausted. But we got to keep on pursuing. Just like Gideon. We can be on divine assignment and become exhausted, but we got to keep on pursuing. You see, I've learned that pursuing God's purpose for our lives, it won't be easy. It won't be quick, but it'll be worth it. You see, God's fulfillment is loaded with blessings. So you may become exhausted, but you got to keep pursuing in my sanctified imagination. I could hear you asking the question, well, preacher, how can one pursue when one is exhausted? Y'all ask some great questions. Amen. Amen. That brings me to my third and final point. I'm just about done. We need to remember when we get exhausted to hold on to the promises of God. God is not a man that he should lie. If God said it, I believe it. That's why you got to have God's word in your heart. 
Because when you're exhausted, you're ready to quit. But you got to realize what God called us when he called us. Remember, God called Gideon a mighty man of valor in chapter 6. Gideon gives verse after verse a response that don't meet or match what God said. I've learned in my life I can't even go by what I say about myself. That's deep. Now I don't know if you're the type of person who talks to yourself. I heard one person say when I need good advice I talk to myself. That's bad advice. I got to go by what God says. God addresses Gideon as a mighty man of valor in some translations, but God calls him in the ESV a mighty warrior. Notice, if you will, even in our tiredness, God is commanding us to still pursue. The Bible says that exhausted yet pursuing Gideon and his 300 men they defeated the other enemies in chapter 8 so that when you get to the end of chapter 8 you can see that during Gideon's life there was 40 years of rest. You missed it. There's a reason in chapter 8 verse 4 that even though we're exhausted we've got to keep pursuing you with me the Bible is telling us that there are more things we as men have to do our assignment is not done yet just because we're going to church on Sunday our assignment is not done yet because we had Bible study on a regular basis. My assignment is not done yet because God made me a minister. There's still some things in our lives as men that we got to handle. There are some loose ends that we need to tie up. I'm not sure what it is in your life. Only you and God knows. Men, there's some more work that we have to do. There's some more stuff that need to be dealt with if we're real about it. The Bible lets us know that even though the Midianites were defeated in chapter 7 of our lives, that we still have to pursue because there are more battles in chapter 8 of our lives. And in our humanness, we'll get tired We'll become exhausted, but we got to keep on pursuing. You see, when we're exhausted, we've got to remember the promises of God. God called him a mighty warrior. God called me a mighty warrior. God knows what I'm made of. God sees us as a man of strength 
The reason God sees us as a man of strength is because we're going in God's strength. If you get a chance, go back and read chapter 6. Gideon is giving excuse after excuse. I thank God for his patience. God said, listen, just go in the strength that you have. Mighty warrior. In other words, God is so patient. He said, you might not understand it now, but just put one foot in front of the other and go in the strength that you have. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Almost there. Amen. Amen. Almost there. God that we serve, we serve a God that has prevision, which means that God in chapter 6 can look down the corridors of time and see in chapter 8 that I'll be exhausted. And because God has prevision that when I get to chapter 8 of my life, God will have provision. God will provide the strength that I need. So even though I'm exhausted, I've still got to pursue. When we're exhausted, God will provide us his strength. Can I tell you about God's strength? And I'm best about done. Where my Bible readers at? Psalm 18, verse number two. The Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer, my God, and my strength. In him will I trust. Can I tell you my favorite? Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Who shall I fear? The Lord is my strength. Of whom shall I be afraid? Psalm 46, 1 says it this way. God is my refuge and my strength, a very present help in a time of trouble. But I love how Isaiah says it. In Isaiah 41, 10, Isaiah says, do not be afraid. I'm with you. Do not be afraid. I'm your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with the righteousness of my head, right hand. All of y'all know Philippians 4.13. I can do all things. All things. All things. Through Christ that strengthens me. Mighty warrior, though we get exhausted, we've got to keep on, keep on pursuing. 
Got to give you a little story. And I'm going to take my seat. Story is about a little boy. It's at nighttime. And he's reading a novel. And it's a novel about his superhero. And the superhero is fighting the villain. The little boy gets to the middle of the story. And his hero is getting it. The villain is giving it to him. I'm talking about giving it to him. I mean, giving it to him. And it ain't looking good. The little boy's eyes is starting to close because it's nighttime. So the little boy does something that we should all do. The little boy goes to the end of the book. And at the end of the book, he begins to read the end of the story. And it's in the end of the story that the situation gets flipped. So now the superhero is giving it to the villain. The superhero is doing his thing. And at the end, the superhero has the victory. The little boy goes back to the middle of the book where he was reading and where he was seeing the villain just, just having his way with the superhero. The little boy would read and the little boy would say, I know you're exhausted, but you got to keep pursuing. I know you're getting it bad, but you got to keep pursuing. The little boy say, hang in there. Got to get to the end of the story. What am I trying to tell you? I stopped by to tell somebody that you may be exhausted, but you got to keep pursuing. You may feel tired, but you got to keep pursuing. God has, God has already written the end of the story. Keep pursuing. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. God got you. God got you. You got to keep on praying. Keep on worshiping. Keep on singing. Keep on giving. Yes. 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 Exhausted. But yet pursuing. Don't give up. I know you're exhausted, but don't give up. I got to tell you one more thing and take my seat. It was one Thursday night in a garden called Gethsemane. He was exhausted. He was sweating drops of blood, but he was exhausted, yet pursuing. Yes! They beat him all night. They gave him a crown of thorns. He was exhausted, but yet pursuing. They put him in three trials, all in the same night. He was exhausted, but he kept pursuing. Then Friday morning, they let him up the Vienna to the place.
place called Scale Mountain. He was tired, but he kept pursuing. They led him to a hill called Calvary. He was exhausted, but he kept pursuing. They hung him high. They stretched him wide. They dropped him low for you and for me. But early, early. This world is designed to get us to be exhausted, but you got to keep pursuing. You got to keep pursuing. They're trying to take our voting rights. We're exhausted from fighting just to get the right to vote, but you got to keep pursuing. Keep pursuing. Keep us. Amen. 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 Woo. Every, every now and then, preacher got to preach to himself. I don't know if you know it or not. I was talking to me. I was letting y'all listen. Amen. Preacher got to live it before he can preach it. Text says, getting in his 300, they crossed over. I crossed over the second year to the third year. Exhausted. I'm talking about exhausted, but yet pursuing because of God's strength. Because of God's strength, God is, as we rest and open the doors of the church, God is no respecter of person. What he's done for me, he'll do for you. With arms stretched wide open, our first call today is there may be someone that does not know Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior and the ways of this world has led you to exhaustion there's nothing wrong with being exhausted in our humanness we will all become exhausted one day or another but there's a strength that is available in our exhaustion and his name is Jesus. Is there one among us that does not have a relationship with Jesus that's not tied in to the source of this strength? We give you an opportunity to give the pastor your hand, but give Jesus your heart with all of the saints of God praying. And we're praying for that one who is among us today that you don't have to leave out the way you came in. You can get plugged in and get the strength that you need. Is there one in need of a Savior?
You'll exhaust it. We can relate and identify. But come, get renewed, restored, and revived. Let Jesus be your strength. Is there one? Is there one? We offer Christ to you. Oh, my brother. Oh, we offer Christ to you. Oh, my sister. Praise God. Our second call. You may be saved. But some way, somehow, through this pandemic, you got unplugged and disconnected from the body of Christ. We're giving you an opportunity to be reconnected to that source that helps us in our exhaustion. You may be in a backslidden condition. That's not even a word in theology. That's something that we made up. But you're out of fellowship with God. Come and renew, restore, revive. Get vigorated. Get reconnected. Is there one for some reason you went to the side? But God loves you. God never gave up on you. And God is here for you. All of us are sinners, so we won't look at you funny. This is your opportunity. Is there one that wants to be restored, renewed, reconnected? Will you come? Praise God. And our last call. You may be saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost on your way to heaven, but you don't have a church home. You're what we would call a homeless Christian. My, my, my. We offer to you the Church of the Redeemer Baptist. Now, we are not a, amen, that's right. Yes, yes. We're not a perfect church, but I will tell you this much. The hand of God is on this place. The hand of God is on this ministry and this message and the mission. And guess what? We got room for you. We got room for you. In fact, we need your gift to edify the body and take us where we're going. I'm excited. I don't know about you. And I wish you could see this thing. Is there one that's looking for a church home? And watch this. I'm not pushing membership. I'm pushing discipleship. Is there one that want a relationship with the master? That's right. Discipleship. Is there one? Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for letting us know, God, that when we get exhausted, that we don't have a license to quit. Vince Lombardi says exhaustion makes cowards out of all of us. But we thank you by faith that we realize you are our strength. Strength like no other. God, we love you. We praise you. And we thank you for this day. Jesus' name. Amen.